Hey, welcome to another episode of the Manufacturers Make Strides podcast. Today, my guest is Tony Suffler. He's the VP of Ops and MD at Momentum Dynamics, and they've developed a really innovative method of wirelessly charging electric vehicles from uh, from commercial cars through to trucks and buses. Uh, and they're hoping to kind of revolutionize the way that vehicles get charged and to make them available to be operated 24 hours a day, um, which would be like a massive step change from the current way of cable charging vehicles. Uh, so Tony has been involved in automotive and manufacturing since the early days of his career, uh, including some tier one automotive suppliers. And he's now taken on the challenge of this really interesting startup uh, momentum. Um, so we get into some of the processes that helps him achieve uh, some of the success that they've had there. So let's jump on straight into the interview you now. Hey, good morning, Tony. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. How's it going today? Good, Martin. How are you? Um, yeah, excellent. Really good. Really good. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's the start of a new year, 2022. Hopefully it's got lots of uh, opportunities for, for everyone and we can get a little more back to normal. Uh, you're VP of Ops at Momentum Dynamics. Um, you're the MD there at the moment. Um, but I'd really like to just get go back and get started what got you into manufacturing and the automotive industry in the in the beginning well that's an interesting question um i guess when i was um a lot younger i wanted to be actually um a, a chef in a restaurant and my parents um weren't too keen on the idea so i went to uh i went to penn state for engineering and pretty early on in my career I realized I was more interested in um, in making things than designing things. My father was um, in the automotive industry, on more on the retail side and in the repair industry. So I always had a big, big interest in in, in cars. And um, a little bit into my career, I was working for a company that was a tier one automotive supplier for. Um, for General Motors and for Lear, um, who make a lot of interiors for cars. So I was doing that for about 10 years and, um, and really, really enjoyed that industry. In addition, um, I worked for a company that produced um, high power and high voltage transformers and power supplies. So if I had to um, kind of put together my two biggest influences in my career is kind of what directed me to momentum because we do yeah. support um, you know vehicle companies and and those integrations and in addition our products are you know high power and um, and high voltage so it's almost like the perfect collision um, in my my career um, that brought me to momentum yeah yeah and that seems to be the technology that Momentum's developing, that seems to be one of the big challenges at the moment and over the next decade, I guess, in really enabling the uptake of electric vehicles. So, um, yeah, what's Momentum Dynamics' take on that? And could you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, what we produce are wireless vehicle chargers. So, um, you know, if you, if you have a, a you know, an EV, the more traditional way to charge your vehicle is to 
plug it in. Um, mm -hmm. What we're focused on are um, fleets of vehicles, whether they're buses, trucks, automobiles. Um, what, what our product does is um, does in, inductive charging. So you don't need to um, actually plug your car in. So in theory, um, with small charges throughout the day, the vehicle can actually run in theory 24 hours a day. So you're not taking that, that vehicle offline. Okay, uh, wow, yeah. So, so how does that work then? Does it stop, where's the, where's the charger then? Is it in the well, we have strategically placed um, charging pads um, that, right. are, that are put into the ground. And yep. um, there is a receiver that's um, a receiving pad that's on the vehicle. So once the, the vehicle drives over the pad, um, you know, a certain, certain things have to happen with regard to alignment. And that's how the, um, that's how the vehicles charge. And it's done in a short amount of time. Whereas if you plug your vehicle in, you know, it takes a, a, you know, a longer amount of time to yep. accomplish the charge. Oh, cool. So what the idea is, uh, say, it's a delivery truck or a bus, say there's a break for 10 or 15 minutes or 30 minutes. At that point, you position it over the charging pad. And when you jump back on board, it's, it's yep. ready. To, and the to same thing that would go with, um, say, a bus when, you know, a bus is reaching a, a point where it picks up um, passengers. Um, we have a lot of those strategically placed as well in, in our successful um integration so far. Wow. So um, this, it sounds like quite an innovative uh, kind of technology and the, I, I can't only begin to imagine the number of challenges it must be, you know, from manufacturing it to the deployment of it to convincing the market to, to, to try it out. Um, how do you, yeah, that seems a lot of big challenges. How, how do you go, how have you gone about approaching? Yeah, I mean, I think far. where we are now is is um, we're educating the the market that we have a um, a really successful solution that would um, you know in a lot of regards, if you think about a bus, um, a bus can only drive so many miles before it needs to be taken offline. With us, um, the necessity to take the bus offline is eliminated. So, you know, through successful integrations and installations, we're able to demonstrate to new customers that this is a good solution. Um, you know, same thing that is involved in delivery trucks, in taxi services. Um, so we are in the, I'll call it the education part right now. And we are also learning a lot about our technology with improvements. And as far as operations, you know, my challenge is to, you know, look a little bit further down the road and being able to adequately scale um, yeah. to higher levels of production. So that's where I'm going to tap into a lot of things I've done in the past with automation um, and, you know, robotics and stuff like that in order to properly um, scale with the anticipated um, increase in business. Yeah. So what, what was, do you have any, uh, what are your kind of key kind of lessons at that? Cause I guess you're going to be coming 
quite soon up to a critical point where it's kind of transitioning from kind of prototype. The manufacturing mm -hmm. process for prototype is quite different to what, as it starts to scale. So yeah, what's your process for handling that without it getting too chaotic? Well, I think, you know, we, we are implementing a lot of processes at, at Momentum um, to anticipate when customers are number one, looking to give us a, a tryout, a trial basis. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we do have um, a number of successful deployments already. And what we are learning from that is, um, you know, what, what things can we do to improve the installations? And then with our um, contract manufacturers, what can we do to reduce the amount of time it takes to actually produce the equipment? Because it's pretty complicated. And, um, you know, based on that, you know, we have to formulate what are the best paths to, um, to scale. And, yeah. you know, right now there's a lot of, well, there's really nothing that's off the table, whether it's yeah. um, customized automation, you know, can we get, um, you know, some off the shelf robotics to, to, you know, be able to scale. Um, so there are the discussions that the operations team is having at the same time, you know, making sure that I'm in tune with what is coming down the road with regard to some of the potential big customers that we're looking to sign on. Amazing. So it's kind of a combination of making sure you learn any every lesson at this stage, making sure that yeah, that that that's and um, yeah, and keeping your mind open as wide as possible to to uh, to to any kind of technology and process. Great. Yep. Um, so what's the what's what's your plans for 2022? Do you have any kind of goals or where do you see the business going this year? Yeah, I mean, we're, what we're doing now is um, we're solidifying solidifying our processes, um, you know, really developing our quality management system, um, you know, through repetition is where we can learn um, areas of improvement and start to develop, um, you know, the basis and the benchmarks for a continual improvement program. And at the same time, you know, looking at where our strategic partners are going to be. Um, a lot of our customers are, are located in Europe. A lot of our, our, I think, more immediate opportunities are going to be in Europe because the acceptance of EVs is um, a lot more advanced um, in Europe than it is here in the States. Um, but obviously, um, you know, with the environmental issues that are a big concern with, you know, diesel burning engines, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of influences that are, are being put into the EV market, um, you know, not only for, um, you know, improved efficiencies, but also for, you know, environmental issues as well. But, you know, from where, yeah. what we can see, Europe is far in advance um, ahead of, of, of the United States right now. Okay, got you. So, how, like, this seems that the, the, the problem or the challenge of how to charge EVs, that seems to be, like, one of the main things, like, uh, kind of holding back the rollout of 
of EVs, maybe along with also the cost of them versus kind of uh, regular cars. Um, what do you think the charging solution will be then? Do you think it will be kind of one technology that gets standardized or do you think it will be a number of different technologies depending on, you know, working together? Um, yeah, how, how do you see that market looking in there? Because it's very early days, isn't it? Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think it's it's pretty well documented that a lot of the um, skepticism is the ability to, um, you know, how long can a battery uh, stay charged? And mm -hmm. I think a lot of um, American uh, consumers are skeptical because, you know, mm -hmm. they're afraid that, you know, what am I going to do? How can I recharge my car? But I know even where in, in the city that I live, you know, a lot of um, retail type charging centers are installed. I mean, there's one in, in, in the shopping mall that just came up um, over the Christmas break. So, um, you know, I think on the commercial side, it's it's going to be a bit more aggressive because um, you know, a lot of the big delivery companies, a lot of the big retailers are really driving towards eliminating um, diesel vehicles um, because an electric vehicle is there's a lot less maintenance involved as well. You know, yeah. there's no oil yeah. to change in the vehicle. Um, it's cleaner. Um, there's a lot less moving parts. So I think that's where a lot of the um, push is happening from from the uh, the commercial side, and that's where we're focused, um, Martin. Yeah. Uh, more on that side because we think that's where the bigger um, the the bigger push and the bigger scaling opportunities are going to be in commercial vehicles. Yeah. So do you see this? Do you see this like technology sitting alongside like the uh, the cable charging for you know retail parks and things like that? Or do you think eventually we'll get to a place where one technology rules? You know, so maybe wireless. I think there's going to be a front runner, um, and yeah. and you know, it's easy for me to say it's going to be wireless charging, but you know, in my heart and in my technical mind. It, it to me it's a superior solution yeah. it really is yeah yeah yeah, yeah it sounds great uh brilliant thanks just uh slight change of tack um you're in like quite a challenging role uh, right now this very innovative company a lot of responsibility do you have any tools or techniques that help you in your you know to achieve your goals or to stay on stay on track um, be they, you know, kind of personal, health-wise, or, or or business-wise. Well, you know, I think on a personal side, um, extremely active. Um, um, in the, I'll say, the twilight of my career, um, I'm a very competitive um, duathlon. So I, I, I run a lot, I okay. cycle a lot, I compete, and I think that keeps my mind fresh. Um, I'm an avid reader. Um, I'm a big proponent of the, you know, why we do things instead of what we do and how we do it. So, um, okay. not that I'm going to give a plug to Simon Sinek, but I'm a big uh, advocate of a lot of his readings. And, um, and I think that I'm a big collaborator with regard to how I share ideas and solicit ideas from 
my team and as well as from um, suppliers. So that's been successful for me in my career. And I'm you know, going to continue to leverage that um, you know, through 2022 and, and, and beyond. Uh, great. I have a couple, couple of follow-up questions into that then. So it's great that one of my next questions is going to be, have you got any book recommendations? So that's slotted in nicely there. Um, but also you mentioned what's really important to you is kind of focusing on why we do things, not just mm -hmm. what we do and what the current goals are. What's your um, kind of preferred way of, of making, of keeping people focused on the why, not the list of goals? You know, how do you get that message across? Well, I think, you know, we all have, there's two things that we kind of do in our, in our jobs as, as managers. There are certain tactical things that we have to do to accomplish tasks, but I think we need to spend a certain amount of time and, and kind of take a step back. And, you know, I always call it, you know, I get in Tony's helicopter and I like to go up 10,000 feet to review my mm -hmm. strategy. And I, and it's my job to continue to remind that because if not, we often get, um, you know, kind of sucked into being firefighters and it's always, yeah. that's almost a, um, like an immediate satisf satisfaction. You know, we, we solve the problem and we move on to the next yeah. problem. But if we yeah. forget what the strategy is and the why we're doing it, then we just become proverbial firefighters and we really don't yeah. progress the, um, the big picture of what we're, why we're doing what we're doing. So yeah. it's my job to remind people of that. And um, it, it's taken some you know, mental discipline on my part to be able to accomplish that on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's where the, uh, you know, the exercise and having time out from the to-do list really helps, doesn't it? That can be yep. one of the things that can give you that longer-term clarity, great. Um, yeah, so books then. So if you had a, a favorite book recommendation, um, what would you... What would you what would you give for can you repeat the question uh, do you have any favorite book recommendation yeah i mean the book i i've actually read and, and reread is um it's by simon sinek it says start with why okay. and yeah. he talks about the golden circle and mm -hmm. um you know he does um highlight um apple a lot and i think it's um, obviously a, a company that we can all, you know, aspire to not only for the, the products that they produce, but the message that they convey. Um, and we do spend some time at MD talking about, you know, why are we doing what we're doing? You know, we want to be commercially successful, but we do think that what we're doing is a, is betterment for the environment, for society. Yeah. And yeah. it will make a commercial success of the companies that I think um, accept our technology. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, okay, so just uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up now. I'll let you get on with your day. Uh, okay. What's the best way for people to find out about what's going on with Momentum Dynamics or get in touch with you? I think um, you know the best way for uh, for companies to look at, you know, things that we're doing. We're, we're an extremely active participant in LinkedIn. Um, you know, that's where we do all our social media. Um, 
we're in the press. I mean, we've been on CNN, we've been in local governments and in, in discussions in, you know, with the national government in the United States. Um, but I would suggest our website and, you know, following us on LinkedIn is the best way to, um, you know, to uh, keep track of the successes of, uh, of Momentum Dynamics. Amazing, thank you. We'll post uh, links to your LinkedIn channel and the website uh, below the below the video and the blog. Um, great, well, really, that was great hearing about that, Tony. Thanks a lot for your time. Um, yeah, hope you have a great day. Cheers, Tony. Thanks, Martin. So long.